Disease develops when the body gets less oxygen, when it eliminates less waste and the brain organs and glands decrease their functioning. Eventually, our systems do break down. But did you know that we are constantly detoxifying throughout life? We process food, thoughts, and all forms of energy. When that flow is continuous and clear, we are steady and flexible. The trouble is that we accumulate more than we process. We become weighed down under the ash of metabolism and the remnants of old emotions. And this week on the Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast, we're going to be talking about detoxification and purification pre-spring equinox, which is our favorite time of the year as a yogis. Satnam and beautiful goddesses, welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast. I am Jyotira Dukowar. I help overachieving colored women, women of color, take their sovereignty back by healing their inner child programs, rewiring the self-conscious mind, and breaking those ancestral karmic cycles that no longer serve us. And this beautiful goddesses is our movement. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How is everyone doing on this beautiful, today's Tuesday actually, the week is a little messed up for me. We are just uh, three days or four days away from the spring equinox happening on Saturday. For us as yogis, this is a very important time of the year, probably the most important time of the year. And we have such a huge opportunity for us to use this time to really rewire the subconscious mind and to heal those inner child programs. Sat Nam and God morning, Marissa, how are you? Lizzie, how are you? If you're catching this live on Instagram, always a huge thank you, huge hug, a lot of love coming to you. Thank you for building community with us. Thank you for sharing of your beautiful energy. For those catching this on the podcast, I love you all so much. Those listening on the replays, you know who you are. Thank you for the comments, for the ratings. Thank you for sharing it with your community. Please do share with your communities. I love to give shout outs to those beautiful goddesses who are bringing other women along the ride of healing, self-healing especially, our inner child programs. So this week, uh, a little interesting for me, yesterday was my son's birthday. Big Shout out to Alexander. Happy 23rd birthday, baby boy. I love you so much. Doesn't matter how old he gets, he will always be my baby boy. He is uh, my biggest teacher, the wisest soul I probably know in this entire planet. And I'm not saying that as an understatement. He is somebody that just carries himself with so much sovereignty, so much truth, so much open heart that uh, it is very rare to find a human, another individual like him. I'm very honored and this weekend was perfect. We went out and spent some time with Pachamama. This month we are purifying and detoxifying inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality and there is no better way to purify and detoxify than by you connecting with Mother Earth, with Mother Nature. She literally will change your frequency, thoughts, feelings, and emotions, recalibrate them, uh, help you cleanse. For me, it was very heart opening. It was beautiful. Anytime you're around Pachamama, it just changes your whole perspective of how beautiful life truly is. So we're going to continue this discussion this week because we are literally spring, you know, just a few days prior to spring equinox. And this week is very, very momentous. It has a lot of new beginning energy. You know, we just had this very beautiful new moon in Pisces on Saturday. We hosted a, 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 
workshop inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality with the Lupe Terrones, Zodiac by Lupe. Make sure you guys go follow her. She's so wise and so intuitive. She's an astrologer and also a healer. And she helped us so much, gain so much clarity as to this Piscean energy that, you know, coming into this week on Monday, I was not only prepared, but I was actually looking forward to it. Because if I look back in my times around the equinox, ever since I started to practice Kundalini yoga, inner work, SWC work, what happened is that those things that I set forward as intentions during the spring equinox, all of them manifested, all of them. I'm not kidding you. And we, I remember this very clearly because we, I usually host a workshop on spring equinox and we're hosting another one on Saturday and we have the um, attendees jot down their intentions right and I remember especially the last two years where I wrote down exactly what it is that I saw as a vision and 100% of them manifested I'm not kidding you and that's how this energy works this week especially it is also a new astrological year for us because on Saturdays the same day as the spring equinox we have a, a new astrological year where we're now moving into Aries season and Aries marks the beginning of the zodiac calendar. So it's a double whammy as it relates to new beginnings, as it relates to rebirthing. To me, spring equinox was metaphysically and spiritually always a time of rebirth. And if you think about even the stories of the great sages like Jesus Christ, where we celebrate uh, Easter around this time. And this has nothing to do with religion at all, believe me. It has to do with the message that Christ was sharing with all of us, which is that we truly do rebirth. And not only as we transcend the body and move into a whole other dimension when we die, but we literally are detoxifying and rebirthing at all moments of our life. And the reality is that some women know how to do this more intentionally, while others are controlled and ruled and governed by their inner child wounds, their inner child programs, their ancestral karmic cycles, their inability to see themselves as divinity, which is the great awakening that is happening right now. Lizzie says rebirth baby on a whole other level. This is like rebirth to the point where you can literally clear out hundreds of years of karmic cycles in your life. Now in the past, we didn't, I didn't have the energy work, the tools to help me use this energy to my advantage. That's why a lot of the times Kundalini has been really uh, made to be afraid of, uh, especially by religious doctrines. And the reason is, is because it's dangerous because it gives you your sovereignty. It gives you the ability to rebirth into these cycles where you have the energetic tools that ancient sages and ancient gurus were using to do as well. That is why on Saturday, Saturday's class at 9 a.m. inside of our community, I'm sharing with you a specific a Kriya. A Kriya is a specific set of breaths mudras, energy work that we do in Kundalini that will allow us to rebirth. It goes deep into the subconscious mind so that we can rewire those patterns and practicing these kriyas, practicing this energy work during these very large openings of, of energy. I see them as portals of energy that we can walk into consciously and intentionally and come out completely a more sovereign, whole and complete woman.
And that's what this week is really enabling us to do. You know, we're, we're moving into this consciousness of leaving an old behind. I know the last few months have been heavy. I, I, I warned all of us, January and February, we're going to be the heaviest months of the entire year. As we move into this Pisces energy, the truth is, is that if you're doing the inner work and it's not even anymore so you could heal it's so that you can learn to accept yourself because that's one of the things that I do want to talk about today because we're going to be talking about detoxification and purification and one of the questions that came up that is so important for us to talk about today is why do we always have to be needing to heal or why do I why am I not pure already or why am I not uh, detoxified already so that's one thing we're going to talk about today because today we're going to be talking about detoxifying the body you know tomorrow we'll talk about detoxification of the spirit and the uh and the mind and then Friday Lizzie will come and help us put it all together with this rebirth but you know the cosmic energy when you learn to understand it this is a science astrology is a science and you realize you know our ancient ancestors they use these equinox times as great portals of energy to change and transform their lives you know and it wasn't just the Mayans and the Aztecs it was from all over the world. We have our African indigenous brothers and sisters. Uh, in, in the East, we have uh, Vedic uh, traditions. We also have in China. I mean, everywhere during spring, spring equinox was a really revered, uh, really just uh, a, a time and space where we knew it was, it was necessary to leave that old self behind, to truly rebirth into our true essence. So this week is often, there's a lot of opportunity around that. We have, like I said, Sunday or Saturday, we also have Aries season, brand new astrological year. We have spring equinox. Mercury finally came out of retrograde shadow period. It came out on Monday, yesterday, came out of the sign of Aquarius and now moving into the sign of Pisces, which should allow us to connect more to our communication and our truth. But of course, with all energy, there's two sides to everything. There's a side of the fear frequency and the side of the love frequency and rebirthing to a lot of people can be very, very painful. Leaving an old self behind, detoxifying and purifying, that can be the hardest thing you'll ever need to ask anyone because we are creatures of habit that are so addicted and programmed into our subconscious behaviors that it takes a lot of awareness for you to want to change, want to heal, or even believe it's even possible for you. That is why we're doing practicing the self-efficacy meditation inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, because we are all purging, detoxifying from something this month. We need support in the subconscious mind to create the neural pathways to help us believe that we can do this. Not only can we do this, but that we're capable of this and so much more. And it has been life-changing because this month I'm detoxing as well. And this week I'm actually doing, we're practicing a five-day yogi tea and juicing cleanse, which at the end of today's podcast episode, you can DM me for my yogi tea recipe, but I'll give you an overview of what I do to help with the cleanse during this week, especially. But that's really why we do those things, you know, going back to, and we'll talk about purification of the body today, but going back to the question that I received that was so valid and that needs to be spoken about, which has to do with, are we always broken? Will we always need to heal? Will we always need to purify? Will we always need to detox? 
And so that brings up a really open, a really important point of discussion for us to move into this subject matter. The truth is, ladies, that you are already whole and complete. If you accept what is known to many as the atonement, we practice this inside of uh, A Course in Miracles, which is psychotherapy and steroids. Atonement is full acceptance of all that you are, the shadows and the light, not trying to change anything about you. And honestly, healing is 99% accepting. That when you accept where you're at, whatever that is, you are 99% done with the healing journey. So the truth is, is that we can accept ourselves as whole and complete, learn to live consciously in the neutral mind, and we would never need to detoxify or purify, or we would never need to go on any type of healing journey. That is also known to a lot of people as enlightenment. And enlightenment is not something where someone sits in a cave and they don't move anymore and they meditate all their lives. I believe there are a lot of enlightened people that have businesses that they're running, that are mothers, that are fathers, that are still integrating themselves in normal life, yet they're enlightened because they are no longer governed by the good and the bad. They're no longer governed by the ego, which is, you know, gets inflated when really good things happen, but gets deflated when anything negative happens, right? And then as it relates to our inner child wounds, the reason that we need to purify and detoxify is because there's programs within us. There are programs of lack, of not feeling good enough, of, uh, of believing that we have to work hard in order to make a lot of money, of believing that we're not worthy. All of those are programs, which are emotions, which is energy and motion. And if you are not someone that consistently lives in the neutral mind, which is what a yogi yogi's intention is, then yes, you need to purify, detoxify, and process all of those programs. Now, on top of the programs, which we're going to talk about that tomorrow, mind and uh, spirit, but let's talk about what we consume as food. You know, one of the, the ways that our sovereignty has been taken for such a long time is the processed foods that we consume. And that many times we were never even told that had all these addictive qualities or that were so bad for you. Now you're seeing a lot more laws come into place where fast food restaurants, uh, specific processed foods, even the cigarettes now, where they have an actual warning that this can actually cause cancer or this can actually cause some kind of uh, debilitating disease, right? So, and also, yeah, like I said before, you know, our level of education, our access to organic foods, our environments, all of those different things play a factor and what we consume as it relates to foods in our body, mind, and spirit, right? And we create these habits and, and foods are one of the fastest ways that we numb our, our pain, that we numb our emotions, our inner child wounds, especially, right? And so we consume these foods that then take an energetic toll on the body. Don't think about them as good and bad foods because then you're gonna start getting into guilt and shame. Start to think about food as frequency. And there are some foods that just bottom line carry higher frequency energy, which creates a higher frequency impact in your body, like raw foods, like green foods versus you know the lower frequency energy foods, which are those that have been processed, have been sitting in the shelf, for a long time, all of those 
are energetic imprints that then when you consume them, they create an energetic imprint in your body, mind, and spirit. And so you don't necessarily have to continue be on a detox or purification your entire life, but you must learn to heal the only thing that needs healing, which is your mind from the programs, from the thought system, so that you don't then take actions, which will then pollute your body, which will then pollute your mind and your spirit. Because even simple things like not drinking enough water, like when you are dehydrated, I don't know if you knew, but your anxiety levels go way up. And the reason is, is because the glandular system is not receiving uh, hydration. It starts to not work properly, right? And because it's not working properly, it's releasing these chemicals into the body that are then creating these emotions, emotions of low frequency, like anxiety and like depression. So if you were somebody that was consistently in her satnam and her truth and identity, then you would be making choices, better choices about the consumption of food that you were making. Now, it is so important to detox and purify during this spring equinox week before and even afterwards, because Jogi Bhajan, the great tantric master who brought Kundalini yoga from the East to the West, spoke about these times where we were literally getting in new blood into our systems. We're, we're the same as, as plants and, and the animal kingdom. You know, we, we are connected to the cycles of mother earth herself. So if you are aware of these cycles, then you apply the energy work or you do specific things to help you in clearing, cleansing, and purifying. Why? So that you could use the portal of energy this week so that you don't come back to the old habits. That's really what this mad, this incredible portal of energy is all about. It For me, I remember it specifically, especially the last two years, sitting down and journaling those things that I was leaving behind and those new visions that I wanted to come into my life and how through the inner work and specifically being clear with the universe, those things actually happened. Those things actually manifested. And when you cleanse the body, when you fast, like this week, like I told you, I'm doing a five-day juicing fast. So I'm drinking a lot of green juice. Uh, in my green juice, I actually put uh, apples, green apples, kale, wheat, uh, kale, um, wheatgrass. I, I do a little bit of lemon, lots of ginger. I also do celery, uh, spinach. I don't know if I said spinach already pineapple to make it sweet and also pineapple helps with inflammation a lot and then I also add did I forget anything cucumber cucumber is always really yummy so all week I'm doing a five-day juice cleanse and I also add my famous amazing beautiful so good yogi tea now the yogi tea Jogi Bhajan actually used to give this to people that were very, very ill, like they had cancers, diabetes, even the people that were coming back from war, he wanted to revamp the system. That's what this yogi tea is all about. It detoxifies, it creates white blood cells, it cleanses, it purifies, cleans the liver out. I mean, the benefits are insane and it's because of the ingredients in it. And it's really not that hard to make. I make it in to make it, it probably only takes you 30 minutes, but it actually needs to be boiled for about three hours in a very low setting so that you can actually get the, the taste and the benefits of it. But just to give you a little bit of example, this tea right here, it has cardamom, it has um, 
ground peppercorn. It has ginger. It has cinnamon. It has uh, black peppercorn, ginger, cinnamon, or I'm missing one ingredient. But these are like, for example, the black pepper is a blood purifier and it aids in digestion. The cardamom is good for the colon and can help relieve depression. I don't know if you knew that. Cloves, that's what I forgot. Cloves strengthen the immune and the nervous system. So you don't need no crazy pills or vaccinations. You have your own power to create strength in your immune system. Then you have um, also cinnamon, which is antibacterial for viruses, loaded with antioxidants. And it's also really good for the bones. And then ginger. We all know that ginger root is great for the nervous system, as well as to give you energy. Some people actually include uh, black tea in it, green tea, to give them a little bit of a kick on the caffeine side. I don't do that. Uh, for my cleansing week, I also, some people like to add like almond milk to it or agave, something sweet. Uh, I don't really do that. I drink it just like the way it is. And I also, during the week I'm cleansing, I especially don't do that. And I also drink a lot of water. So for five days, the longest fast I've ever done is 15 days. I did that at the beginning of January last year, 2020, and it was life-changing. When I was finished with my 15-day cleanse, my intuition was so heightened that it was scaring the hell out of me because <laughs> that's what happens when you purify. You're able to connect deeply to the subtle world, to, to all the messages, and you're, you're able to sense a lot more in a lot more clarity. And just my body, the reset for a body, a lot of people who get really bad diseases like cancers or something like that, uh, detoxification and a purge is ideal because cancer cells cannot grow in a body where there are no toxins in it. So the reason that cancer cells start to grow is because our body becomes inflamed uh, and it becomes inflamed because of the thoughts and feelings and emotions we're having. So when you start to cleanse and purify and detox, especially with these types of teas or with juicing, you're not, there's no, there's no food in you that would allow the cancer to even grow. So even if you don't have cancer or you don't have a life altering disease, these are incredible preventive medicine tools that you can do. And for me, you know, I practice at least four to six, uh, detoxifications or, or juice cleanses with yogi tea at least a month. I mean, a year, I'm sorry, a year, not a month. That would be crazy. And like I said, the longest one I've ever done is 15 days. I usually do three days, five days, seven days. Pre-equinox, usually we'll do seven days, but I was out traveling this whole weekend and I was not going to say no to some amazing food. Let me tell you something. So I decided that I would uh, give myself some grace and we started yesterday at noon and we're going all the way till Friday at noon. Some of the women in my community are doing only three days. Some of them are doing two days, right? And some are not doing it at all. That, that's the whole thing about sovereignty. That was, that's so important for us, you know, even in the purifying and the detoxification, you know, some of us were going to give up alcohol. Some of us were going to give up cannabis. Other of us were going to give up uh, thought systems. Other of us were going to give up toxic relationships. Those were the things where we were giving up this month to purify. There's not one better than the other. And just because someone tells you that alcohol is bad for you or that cannabis is bad for you, you're not being sovereign if you don't know how to make decisions for yourself. Okay, because some of my, the, the spiritual teachers that I admire the most, one of my favorite, most amazing spiritual teacher, y'all need to find him because he's that good. I have his book right here. 
is Shogam Trumpa. I always talk about Shogam Trumpa. Shogam Trumpa, oops, that's backwards. The Sacred Path of the Warrior. This book will change your life. And he was an exiled monk who came from India. They were wanting to kill him so that he, was, he wouldn't spread the, his spiritual tradition to the world. Very, very sad how they're treated out there in those places. But he was managed to escape and he managed to find his way into India and then managed to come to the West. And he founded Naropa University, which is a university my son went to for a couple of years. Shogun Trumpa drank alcohol and not a little bit. He drank a lot. And a lot of the times that he was doing his lectures, he was drunk. And so there's what's wrong is us human beings judging someone else. That's number one. Number two, what's also wrong is us as human beings believing that God source wouldn't be able to work through the vessel of another human being because that human being is not perfect in our eyes. See, that's the problem when we try to be perfect. What the fuck is perfect? You know, what is perfect to you? Like I met this man the other day uh, who was talking to me about cannabis and he was talking to me, he was from Africa and he was saying how in Africa, it's very, very common for everybody to smoke cannabis, you know, and that they smoke a lot every single day. No one's judged or looked at less than, you know, right here, we're having a big explosion in cannabis and I'm a big supporter of cannabis. Cannabis has helped me so much. And a lot of people in the Kundalini yoga industry or world actually are against it because, you know, I think at one point, even Jogi Bhajan said that cannabis was as deadly as cocaine or something crazy like that. Right. And I admire, and I love and respect Jogi Bhajan right? But I'm still a sovereign woman. I get to decide what is good for me. I don't listen. I'm not some kind of worshiper that worships other human beings, or I'm not, I don't put anybody on a pedestal. I I see a spiritual teacher and I see myself in her or him. I see, when I see Jesus Christ, when I see Kali or Lakshmi, I see the potential that's in me. I don't see their shadows. I don't see their darkness. I don't see that they're drunk. I don't see that they eat Doritos and that's why they're not important. I don't see that, you know, they still yell or get angry. That's a bunch of, a bunch of bullshit. A sovereign woman is able to move into learning and self-experiencing and then making the decisions that are best for her, period. And you know what's best for you. I don't have to tell you. For me, alcohol was not a good tool at all. No one had to tell me that. I knew that. But that doesn't mean that just because I don't drink alcohol anymore, I'm holier than thou or better than someone else. Because like I said, I have met a lot of amazing spiritual masters that are simply themselves. They love themselves fully for who they are. They experience life through their own experience. And that energy, that vibration is what help it's what helps others and lifts other others up in frequency lucy said there's power in knowing yourself let me tell you let me tell you period that's exactly it you know and that's why for me i've experienced purifications and i've i've done detoxes in the past and i know how i have felt i know how i have felt afterwards i know how i have felt during and that's why i continue to practice them and that's why I share with others, you know, there's another thing that we do in Kundalini yoga that you probably will never find me doing, which is 
cold showers. <laughs> I know how amazing cold showers are. I know how beneficial they are for human beings. I know what they can do to your body, mind, and spirit. But you are not going to find me taking a cold shower, period. I don't know if that will happen later in life, but right now I am not taking cold showers. I don't care if it's 120 degrees outside. That is where I cross my lines. So being able to set your own boundaries is very important. But understand that detoxification and purification is not something that should make you feel like you're broken or even the healing journey, like there's something wrong with you or, you know, you'll never stop end the healing journey. You'll always be this way. That It has nothing to do with that. When you start to really learn to surrender and find the joy in those tools that you use on the journey, you'll be able to see how miraculous it all is. And you'll be able to know yourself, love yourself and accept yourself. And that is why we practice these holistic energy tools inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. So this week, spring equinox, rebirth, detoxification and purification, the body, today specifically. I shared with you my five day juicing cleanse recipe. It's not difficult at all. Shared with you my yogi tea recipe. I shared with you why we cleanse the body so that we can have connection to our womb which connects us to our intuition so that we can become a higher frequency vessel for the divinity so that we can heal others by healing ourselves so that we can reboot the body, clear ourselves from any disease, especially physical or mental. That is why we purify and detoxify. The reason we do it right before the spring equinox is to take advantage of the beautiful new blood that is coming in. And so that we can rewire the subconscious mind at an even higher level, because this is the window this week, especially and Saturday, Saturday, like just imagine this door of energy opening where you get to decide what your thoughts, feelings, and actions will be, especially for this weekend, that day, so that you can either recreate the past or recreate a new higher frequency version of yourself which is the future and you get to decide that's how beautiful this world is it's free will we don't we're not under some kind of torturous control i don't believe in that even though people try and the dark deep state has tried for such a long time we're sovereign we have free will and we're powerful beyond measures and when you do learn to detoxify you really have access to this wisdom and to the strength so that's the body for today Tomorrow, I'm going to be sharing with you more of my spring equinox rituals. But tomorrow, we're going to talk about the spirit and the mind, which to me is the most important aspect of why we're here. The body is great. It's a beautiful temple that we can use specific energy tools to alchemize it, change its frequency. It is a communication device, a tool to communicate with the divinity. That's what it is for, right? such a cool thing to be in a body, right? But when you get into the real truth about change, transformation, especially healing from those inner child wounds, ladies, we got to address the conscious mind and we got to address the spirit. So tomorrow I'm going to share with you some more of my spring equinox rituals as it relates to the body. I'm sorry, as it relates to the mind and the spirit. And then like I said, Friday, we'll bring back Lizzie so she can help us 
really dissect all of this and find out if she does any detoxification or purification for the spring equinox time. Now, if you want to learn a little bit more about the SWC method that I teach inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, which is about detoxification and purification from your inner child wound, wounds and programs, my friends, we are breaking ancestral karmic cycles inside of our community so that we can lift our lineage into its highest frequency. You can check out my free training. I actually just revamped it last week. So I share with you a little bit more as to what inner child healing is, how it shows up ancestrally. I also share with you the mistakes to avoid on this healing journey and what you should be doing instead to connect back full fully to your sovereignty. So you can check that out by clicking on the link below if you're listening on the podcast or on Instagram, link in bio. You'll find it right there. It says a three-step framework. It's a 55-minute training. So find some quiet time, grab some yogi tea and enjoy. I promise you it will, it will shift your perspective as to what you may or may not believe about the healing journey. And if you all want my yogi tea recipe, DM me, send me your email. Just shoot me your email um, via DM, Veronica Berrigan I am. Or uh, if you have my email already, just shoot me an email and I will email you the exact recipe. It's a, it's a bit of a, a double boil process that makes it taste way better, but um, very easy to make. You can make it in like 20, 30 minutes. So DM me and I will send you my recipe as well. And we'll be back tomorrow uh, around 10 a.m. ish, 10.30, between 10 a.m. and 10.30. We're just going to say that. And tomorrow we're going to continue our, our talk about detoxification and purification, spring equinox action. And let's talk about the spirit and the subconscious mind tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. No, 10 Saturday time. Satnam and have a blessed rest of your day. Love you, ladies. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.